Hello, and welcome to the Elk River Lutheran Church Powered by Love podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Elk River, Minnesota, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Today we'll explore the Bible, life, and faith. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some sacred wit. To be powered by love is a spiritual thing, more than a feeling. To be powered by love Don't take money Don't take fame Don't take no credit card To ride this train It's strong and sudden It's cruel sometimes But it might just save Your life To be powered by love Oh, good morning, church God's grace and peace To each one of you I live in Champlin. It's about 17 miles from my driveway to the driveway here at church. And sometimes Google Maps brings me on a scenic route, especially if it's a little bit better traffic that way. And right now, I love the scenic route. It is just such a pleasant drive. The colors are in the leaves are changing, especially the bright green ones are out right now, and you can see hints of orange and red that are coming. This next week is going to be incredible, which is perfect timing because I have a birthday this week. Yes, I'm officially getting one year older. (laughs) But I love my birthday. It's my chance to count my blessings, to reflect on the good that I have in my life, to thank God for another year. Birthdays can be a beautiful time to celebrate our lives and our relationships and to just feel special. Sometimes, though, getting another year older is not an easy transition. It can be seen as a reminder of how close we are getting to that next milestone. It can just be a time to reflect on our wrinkles or another gray hair or the creak in your joints. Uh, One more reminder to make the doctor's appointment, if you even remember to do so. (laughs) Uh, It's one step further from our youth. Birthdays are a reminder of change. And we have some remarkable changes settling on us starting today and tomorrow with this building. This sanctuary is getting ready for significant construction. This space has been sacred for many, many events. We have, this has been the place where we've come together to experience the body and the blood of God in communion. It's where we have been here for baptisms and weddings, funerals, first communions and confirmation services, Christmas and Easter services. I've heard of the many costumes that Pastor Nathan has donned right here while preaching. And it's where our children have gathered on these steps to be reminded of God's great love for them. It's where we've played instruments and lifted our voices in praise to God. It's where we've clapped our hands and maybe even danced a little. Oh, wait, we're Lutheran. (laughs) Maybe not dancing with more of a sway. Am I right? (laughs) This is the place where we've praised God together. And like the psalm that Jim just read, we have praised God in his sanctuary. 
This is God's sanctuary. And a quick note, our English language demands a pronoun. When we read the Bible or when we talk of God, um, though God is neither male nor female, historically God has gotten the male pronoun of he, him, and his. Often when we read biblical passages, we can sub that out and use God's name um, because it's more gender neutral. But occasionally when we do that, something is lost. When we try to just use God's name in place of he, him, or his, then it just feels repetitive and cumbersome, and we miss the message in the text. Our reading today is an example of that case. If we tried to use God for every time a gender is assigned today in just this Psalm 150, we'd use the word God 17 times in these six short sentences. So to keep it easy and more readable, we leave it as it was written nearly 3,000 years ago. Praise God in his sanctuary. We have praised God in his sanctuary here in Elk River. Well, this is the easy and the natural place to praise God. But the next line in the psalm is to praise God in his firmament. It's a weird word that we don't really use anymore, and it really means the heavens. And as it was written originally in Hebrew, it can be translated today as the great expanse or the open skies or even just out in the open. We are called to praise God in his sanctuary, and we are called to praise God out in the open, in here and out there. This psalm tells us how to praise God as well. It names every instrument known to the ancient world at the time. Trumpets, lute, harp, tambourine, strings, pipes, cymbals. These instruments are played with hands and fingers and mouths and lips and breath. And it calls everyone who has breath to praise the Lord. Everyone is called to praise God with everything we have. Paul, who probably wrote the book of Romans, which was our other reading this morning, expands on this and tells us to praise God with our whole entire beings, to give ourselves over to God as a living sacrifice. And Paul tells us to start with our minds to renew our minds and focus on God because God deserves our worship. God deserves our worship regardless of what is happening in the world around us. Paul says, don't be conformed to this world. Let your mind be renewed and focused on God who deserves our praise. When our minds are focused on God, then our actions and our lives naturally praise God. Praise is what naturally flows out of us when our minds are focused on Jesus. Our psalm today is number 150, and it is the very last psalm in the entire book of Psalms. And Psalms is one of the longest books in the whole Bible, and it is filled with nearly every emotion known to humans. Many of the emotions are addressed to God and often are about God. There's joy and excitement, 
gratitude and wonder. And there's sadness and anger and fear and resentment and disappointment and skepticism and doubt. The book is filled with honesty, raw honesty, without reservations, without holding back, without being worried about offending God or making God angry or using the right words. And then here, at the very end of all that, we end with praise. Our praise is more robust and full and authentic when we have gone through those real emotions. Because our emotions are part of our real selves. And after journeying through honest and real emotions and doubt, God, who is present with us in all of that, is worthy of our praise. With our whole selves, emotions and all, we praise God here in the sanctuary. Downstairs in our temporary worship space starting next week. And out there with our whole selves. With our schedules and our calendars. With our bank accounts. With our conversations. With our relationships. The way we drive our cars or attend to our homework or our classes our jobs, the way we care for our homes and our bodies, the way we celebrate our birthdays or the changing seasons. Our real lives are the places where we live out our faith in God. These are the places where we express our connection to our creator. These are the places in which we love God with our hearts and our minds and our souls. The world is constantly changing. New technology, new babies, new jobs, new diagnoses. This building is going through changes as well. And yet God's presence, goodness, and mercy are constant. Because of this, we give our whole selves, our whole lives in worship to God. This world tries to tell us that our bodies and our lives are not enough on their own. Politics, consumerism, peer pressure, all try to squeeze us into some mold to make us good enough. But friends, when God created each one of you, God said it is good. You are so good that God sent God's own self in Jesus, to be with us on earth. You are enough. I know that praise doesn't always come easy. For some, loss and heartache, shame and anxiety are like weights on our chest. Making praise or positivity in general seemingly impossible. If this rings true to you, know that you are not alone. And be encouraged that we have a God who is stronger than loss and heartache. A God who is bigger than shame and anxiety or anger and sadness. A God who wants all of you, all of your emotions and your fears. So I invite you to bring your real self to a God who can handle it. 
when we go to God with all of ourselves, all of our emotions and storms, all that is left is to praise. Even when life is difficult or filled with unwanted changes or unwanted birthdays. One last story before Taylor comes back in. Palm trees are so very tall and unbelievably beautiful. They scream the very essence of vacation. But they're a unique tree indeed. They are not a hardwood tree. No one is cutting down palm trees to build kitchen cabinets or dressers. Their trunks would not be considered strong by any measure. And yet they can grow to great heights and withstand great winds. I've been mesmerized by the news footage of Hurricane Ian from last week. So much water and wind. The wind caused massive damage to homes and buildings and landscapes and, of course, people. And in nearly every video clip is a palm tree or a cluster or a lot of palm trees. And I've been shocked at the amount of damage to these trees. In fact, I should say the lack of damage to these trees. The hurricane winds had those palm trees completely bent over. These tall, gorgeous trees were forced to reach down and touch their toes far more than most adults in this room have done in years. <laughs> and yet the number of trees that went down is far less than I could have imagined. These palm trees have shown me that in the many storms of life, the big changes we experience, our strength is measured in our flexibility. When we bend, we won't break. My birthday this year is going to be a time to focus on these changes in my life. I'm going to spend my day embracing the flexibility of the palm tree, praising God for the gifts that this year has brought me, which includes you, my new congregation. And it includes the beauty of the changing leaves on my scenic drive and the promise of a beautiful new worship space. Thanks be to God. Well, thanks for joining us. You can find more information about Elk River Lutheran Church at our website, elkriverlutheran.org. And if you'd like to give to support this podcast and the other ministries of the church, just click that Give button at the top of the homepage. Thanks again, and have a great week. Don't take money, don't take fame, but it might just save your life to be powered by love.